Good morning, good evening, good day to all our squirters out there listening to The Squirt with me, Bridie Elliott, and And me, Kelly Hudson. We we caught Kelly uh, mid-squirt, it sounded like. Kelly? No, no, no. I've still never squirted, sadly, but, and, and definitely not while I was introducing the show, but. It'd be pretty great for the pod, though. It would. It would be incredible for the squirt, for me to be squirting. It would make <sighs> the squirt sprout, I would say. Mm, very true. Um, well, this week we have an incredible guest um, who goes by the Instagram handle Ask a Sub, um, which is uh, an Instagram I've become acquainted with recently. I've mentioned it briefly before on the show that I'm um, dipping my toe into the uh, world of Dom Sub. And um, yeah, uh, welcome to the show, Lena Dune. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. I am not a squirter. I don't know if I should like log off now or if this is a safe space. <laughs> we or- don't want you here. Do you feel spiritually like a squirter? You know, squirters have a calm about them that I am never able to approximate with my generalized tension, full body clenching. So like, <laughs> I, I admire them. I respect them. I, yeah. I, I'm not there yet spiritually. Yeah. <laughs> right. We had a guest on the show that said she equated squirting with stupidity. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Which, of course, I wouldn't, you know, vouch for or sign off on. It's it's not true, but it's it's kind of, uh, I, I kind of know where you're coming from on that. It seems like being up in your head or being, like, generally anxious is not good for squirting. Yeah, well, you know, sex research is terribly underfunded, so we'll never get the answers we need about the actual, the data on yeah. calmness to squirt ratio. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Um, yeah. Uh, while we're on the topic, do you, like, I feel like I've seen you post about squirting before. Like, do I, you know about what, like, we need, like, a clear answer I saw about a post what the today fuck it is. Squirting. Ooh. Yeah, I, it's, I, yes, I'm, uh, being in the sex education world, you hear a lot of, like, squirt is not pee. And also, mm, squirt's a little not- bit pee, but who the fuck cares, you know, so you yes. can't. I keep hearing it's not not. That's what my team is. Like I, when I first did it, I was like, oh, did I maybe urinate? But it wasn't, you know, but it, there was a tinge of like, possibly in there, there was something, something happening. Yeah. I, the release I feel like of it all. the word skein's gland is coming to mind. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's involved, but I, I've seen squirting in person. I've never been the one doing it, but it was like, it's really, it's an impressive, it's, yeah, I witnessed a high volume squirt having never squirted myself and, and had generally thought like, oh, that's something they do in porn. Like they shoot them up with a water bottle or whatever, you know, they're doing behind the scenes, but I saw it and it was, (sighs) it was like Niagara Falls. I actually, I actually, this was a casual sex partner that my partner and I slept with. And after she left, I had to strip the bed personally 
and found it had gone down to the mattress. Like, oh shit! Yeah. Oh my god! Which is like so. I guess you awesome. learned your lesson. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, bodily fluids, like it's all fine. But <laughs> right, right, right. Did you say anything to her about the mattress? Like, hey, like, can you Venmo me forty, forty five, fifty bucks, or anything? like to get like a deep clean done? <laughs> no, I. Uh, we just ended up getting a new mattress eventually. Not immediately, oh. but eventually. Right. right. <laughs> Holy shit. That's amazing. Yeah, I mean, I kind of viewed it the same way. I was just sort of like, yeah, that's not in the cards for me. And that's just like a, a random like porn star thing. Um, and, and yes, probably faked. Um, <laughs> and the I, I, I just keep like, I've just very recently started dipping into like dating apps and chatting with various people and just keep meeting men who are just like, well, of course I'm going to make you squirt the first time. Like, and I'm like, okay, why? How do you know? It's reputation. You're the host of the squirt pod. That's true. <laughs> like, I'm going to make that one host that hasn't squirted. Squirt. Yeah, they're, they're avid listeners. They're squirters themselves. <laughs> they know the pod. Friends yeah. of the pod. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Actually, I have gotten a lot of uh, pod listeners just from people <laughs> talk to online. oh my god that's great the the, the exposure because like when probably I know. You record an episode you're not thinking like oh it's like everything about me is googleable to the world totally <laughs> mm-hmm. totally oh mm-hmm. jesus oh my god um so i guess let's get into sub territory please which is very exciting um so you say that you're like 24 7 dom sub um like what how what does that entail (laughs) yeah uh so 24 7 which is um sometimes it's called tpe which is total power exchange um i don't use that term much so i'm like what does it stand for uh basically any way that it's formally described sounds like a lot more metal than it actually is like (laughs) you know people hear that and they're like oh my god are you like walking on a leash through the grocery store are you you know getting like fucked over the thanksgiving table it's like what do you think real life is <laughs> um so basically 24 7 is like we are in a sort of negotiated dom sub power exchange at all times not just in the bedroom but i mean it's it's dialed up and down in intensity based on context clues like whether you're at thanksgiving with grandma or you know if you're home uh, in your own house um but it basically just sort of has this general sort of safe and secure foundation of limits always being in play not just in sex and um you know it's uh it's generally pretty wholesome (laughs) it's wholesome content it's not all Oh my god. Uh, super aggressive. Yeah. Right, right. Is there like this feeling like if you're about to do something? I'm trying to think of an example. Like, is there this feeling like, ooh, I hope I don't get in trouble for that or something? Um well, I, I know I know what my rules are, you right, know, at all right. times. And clear. I know when I'm breaking them and and you know, um in in sub land there's multiple types of sub there's like service subs who are subs that like really get off on doing well and and being rewarded and then there's subs that are called brats who enjoy pushing the line and getting punished okay um and that's a lot of yeah that's a lot of people's first impression of of submission is that you only get like spanked if you've done something wrong 
Um, but for me, I've sort of as a service sub, I like to be good. And so it's been sort of reverse engineered that it's like, I like to be good. I like getting spanked. I get spanked as a reward, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. So it's like venturing into the territory of breaking rules is like never that appealing to me because it's like, yeah, why, you know? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm the same way. I think, mm. I think I'm that kind of sub. If It's just sort of like, it's the same thing of like, like, I've just had a fear my whole life of just like, getting in trouble you know that I hate the feeling of getting in trouble I hate breaking rules like I I very rarely will purposefully break a rule and when I do I'm like oh fuck (laughs) everybody knows I'm in so much trouble yeah I mean I don't under I mean I I love it and like I know brats and I think it's great but for me like I can't blend conflict and sex like Mm -hmm. that's I'm not like an angry sex person or like a revenge sex like it's like I just want to know where I stand and have things be like sweet and <laughs> reciprocal kind of. Yeah. yeah. Def- I think I'm definitely a brat. Like, <laughs> I, I, think I, I was going to say, you seem like, a, like just your past, like, I feel like you're a little rule breaker. What is yes. your past? Well, well, I think the first, like, um, the first kind of like real, like, oh, this is the exchange. And, um, I've never really been entered into a relationship like, okay, we're doing this. I've never had the like verbiage for that, but there have been uh, the first time that I'm thinking of, it was like very much um, just spanking. Yeah. And it also is interesting because when I I actually thought about this earlier today, um, but it like are the... uh, the evolution of this relationship was we were first just like meeting up at diners to talk <laughs> and like just like really like cute cherry pie diners and having like weeks. kind of like yes <laughs> kind of like very like kind of deep but like kind of restrained conversation and then it went to you know a quick sort of kiss but like that like went away really fast and then he was like spanking me in his car outside of <gasps> Dupar's <laughs> in Studio City. Oh. <laughs> R.I.P. It's no longer there. Oh no, it's a Sephora now. But uh, anyway, so now I was I was spanked outside of the Sephora that's now there, (laughs) and and then it was like, oh okay, wow, this is what this is. And um, from there, it was my first time, so I was kind of like feeling myself in it. And he started calling me a brat, and Mm. I kind of was like, oh yeah, that like. I like that. That sp- speaks to you. Yeah. That tracks yeah. to me. Yeah. And that was like kind of like um, a, the push pull of like subdomness that I've continued. But I also like switching. I mean, that, that's yeah. a whole other topic, but um, it's interesting you talking. Like, so can I ask, like, what's the m- most like wholesome limit or rule? And then like the more, I don't know, intense rules that you have or that you, if you want to just throw out examples of yeah um, yeah like rule like 24 7 rules um one thing that like I've I've talked about a lot on Instagram and people like respond to with like a lot of emotion one way or another is that we have the rule that if we get in an argument that voices cannot be raised because um I have like a limit around that from like my childhood and past relationships where I felt that arguments would slide out of control the more that I'm already gonna cry out. like I love this. <laughs> and I love so like that's in play all the time because like my safe words are at the ready even if we're not in the bedroom so like we've like learned a lot about how to express ourselves like slowly and calmly which I think is really helpful for me but um so that's that's on the whole some end and then 
Yeah, let's see. I mean, like, I will, it's sort of like on the fly, like, you know, um, because this is the way we've negotiated and it works for me, but like, I'll like randomly in the, you know, I'll be like making dinner and like, you know, mess up quote unquote. And then suddenly the wooden spoon comes out and I have to bend over the counter. And <laughs> so there's like dom a lot of domesticity punishments. Like mm -hmm. um, we started doing something really early on when I was in more of like a training phase and we could definitely talk about that because that's a word, but um, like mm -hmm. uh, where like, it, it was it was really funny because like he spilled something and and I went oh I'm so sorry that I spilled that and then like <laughs> then got like a caning from that so like I'll do that from time to time like <laughs> so you know uh a lot of impromptu like fun impact stuff around the house especially during quarantine when it's like there's nowhere to go so I it's time that. to get spanked <laughs> wow yes. that's great yeah, I mean, I've I've only really experienced like a a remote thing. So mm -hmm. I, when you talk about like impact play and stuff, like there's a part of me that's still just like, holy shit, because I've never <laughs> I've never gotten impacted. <laughs> and are you interested in it, or are you? I am. You I am. I'm totally interested. I'm just mm -hmm. like. I'm just like what. I, I'm I'm trying to like imagine what it will be like and what my response will be. And I just, I really don't know. Like I just, but yeah. I know it's exciting. I mean, I would say, and this is just based on my body and like conversations I've had with people, but like, I would say that you think that it's going to be like, if you're in an impact session, you know, and you're tied up and you're getting all kinds of different implements hitting you on the butt and elsewhere you know you think that it's going to be painful the whole time you know like oh this hurts this hurts this hurts but I, I don't know if you've gotten any tattoos or anything but there's a certain point when the body like kicks in and it's like no this doesn't hurt anymore it feels like something else so like that's part of like what subs are chasing is that sort of moment where you're like oh shit like I'm in control of all my bodily sensations and like yeah and That's, it's like pain turns into another thing. It's like the matrix suddenly or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's the red pill for the, the incels. <laughs> totally. There is like, I mean, I haven't, I'm not in a relationship now and I've been mostly basically celibate um, for like since May, which like, I'm like, is that a long time? What is time? I don't know. But, um, <laughs> what month is it? Exactly. <laughs> But there are, were times and are times where it's just like, all I need to do is like to get slapped. Like if I get slapped around, I literally will know the solution for this problem right now. Like I'm like, my head is spinning. I have too many options. I'm like, yeah, this and this. I really just need someone to slap me across the face. <laughs> and then I'll probably be like, okay, yes, I know exactly what to do. Um, it's interesting. Like that's what I was thinking about when you were saying that like moment of like pure... Uh, like you feel your body and there's also this like adrenaline rush where like the blood is in your groin and like also <laughs> other places where it's just like oh yeah yeah it's superb is that I, um may I ask Lena is that yeah. subspace quote unquote is yeah that um it's it's tied to subspace definitely so like subspace um takes a lot of different shapes for a lot of different people but what I like to say is that it's a lot like a runner's high or a yoga high where mm. like the physical sensations and definitely all the hormones like ping-ponging around from like the adrenaline and whatever from um, impact 
um, can sort of rocket you into this like brain space where it's like you're sort of high on your own body almost. Um, and that looks really different for a lot of people, but there's like some people will be like giggling nonstop and some people will be like crying or just like go completely mute. Um, and uh, so like everybody has a different reaction, but like, yeah, subspace is sort of that transcendent like zone that you go to. And definitely like when I first would like get there, I'd be like, oh my God, I seem so silly. Like, oh, I'm being judged. Oh my God. And then I realized like, no, like doms live for the idea of like getting you there. So like that is, uh, yeah, definitely a really fun part of it. And definitely like the, the high that's being chased with all this, but it comes about wow. from things other than impact, but yeah. 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 I mean, cause after that, like first impact is over, then after that, I'll be like, I want to go back to when I didn't know what it was going to be like. <laughs> yeah. The drugs of impact. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have, um, like an origin story of how, you know, this became your thing or like, was it just sort of transitional or? Yeah. Um, I had a relationship with with a man um unfortunately no <laughs> i'm bisexual and it, i'm one of those bisexuals it's like it's 90 percent women and then there's the occasional you know man w women and non-men and then there's anyway so i had a <laughs> i had a relationship with um this man who um i think i like sought it out from a place of like real like lack of self-esteem like I was sort of like I'm bad and I need to be punished and there's something wrong with me and I'm a weirdo and like I had all of this negative self-talk wrapped up in my sexuality where I was seeking out these relationships where I was being sort of emotionally mistreated but then also they would pull my hair and spank me a little bit um and that like I don't know if you've seen normal people but you know like there's like mm -hmm. this really problematic BDSM depiction in that where she's like harming herself through him and right. related to that like that was me mm -hmm. and I I thought like oh I need to be a brat to get you know which is like so valid and so great for some people but for me like I would literally like get a stomach ache afterwards and just mm -hmm. be like really uncomfortable because you know we're playing with these themes but there's no aftercare there's no like check-in there's no safe words it's just like chaotically happening to me um right so that was sort of like I was like okay well I'm I'm a sub now um when I was doing that stuff and then um I was really like seeking out an experience with a dom after that and then my partner and I current partner and I met um and like right before the date, my best friend was like, one day you're going to meet a real Dom and it's going to change everything. And I was like, okay, whatever, la, la, la. you know, <laughs> then I went um, on this date and it turned out like by chance that he was a Dom and that I was a like, real one. Yeah, a real one. And like, oh, he's been practicing for a few years and he has all these ideas and preferences and he knows what questions to ask me. And so like that became this like whirlwind thing of like reframing all those feelings of like no if you do this you're good and like there's nothing wrong with you and like you sort of have found a place where things like are good and they work and yeah so that was unexpected I got that when I was not bargaining for it I was really like I'm a bad girl and this is what bad girls do and then I was like no you're good and you're very cute and small and that's where <laughs> yeah oh my god that's what awesome an adorable story I fucking they love that. Sweet. <laughs> yeah, it's almost almost Disney worthy. <laughs> <laughs> they need to make a Disney movie about weird sex. That's what's missing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally. And well, the sub dom dynamic is very potent in so many of oh yeah Disney movies. That's it's true. Like, why not just follow a spade a spade? You know. Yeah. yeah. Go all the way. <laughs> 
just go for it. Yeah, service. See what uh, Sleeping Beauty's doing, what Shibari she's up to. Uh, I would love to see that, honestly. I'm sure it's happening on Tumblr, like somebody's adding Shibari totally. into Disney. <laughs> totally. Oh my God, yeah. Uh, do you have, um, like, are there any different types of doms? Like you have the service sub and then the brat sub. Like, are mm -hmm. there different sort, like, I guess like daddies maybe or yeah 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 there's um there's a couple there's a lot of different types of doms and and each dom it's sort of like inflected with their own like thing so in terms of like names for them like there are yeah daddy doms which like sort of connotes like more of a mentor like warm caregiver situation and not necessarily age play like mm -hmm. like you know my 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 dom and I play with threesomes a lot so we'll like talk to perspective subs and like explain things to them so like one time we met with somebody and she's like you don't want to like be my dad right and it was like <laughs> no <laughs> it's not literally your dad um <laughs> you have a dad we respect him um so yeah so there's the there's the daddy doms and then there's you know um sort of the more stern like disciplinarian types who are who sometimes will go by sir or ma'am or madam and that's like mm -hmm. in that area and then of course there's like the pro doms um d-o-m and d-o-m-m-e uh who all have their own practice style and like their own like thing that they bring to it like there's a pro dom in Chicago, I think her name is Mistress Velvet, who does, um, she is black and she mostly has white male subs who she makes read race theory. And oh, like, yeah. that's her oh, thing, God. which is like incredible. And so, they pay her from Yeah, hell yeah. And they get stepped on while they're reading <laughs> it, which it. is like the <laughs> shit. <laughs> um, so yeah, there's, yeah, discipline and then like warmth and then like, I know that there are a lot of doms who really like creating um, predicaments for their subs. Like, they'll have them do a task that is definitely impossible, but, like, the sub, it's, like, a mindfuck that the sub will, like, be trying to do, like, balance this wooden spoon on your nose and bend over and do this thing, and it's, like, oh, you know. Wow. Um, but, yeah, that's, yeah, it's, it's all based on, like, the individual practice, but, yeah, subs sort of fall into categories a little bit more. Hmm. I love it. I, I think that like, okay, so I guess we should talk about secretary because I feel oh my like <laughs> secretary is kind of like uh, maybe an intro to that culture for a lot of people um, or maybe not an intro. Like I feel like there's so much weird, like um, inaccurate dom sub stuff in our, in like pop culture all the time. But yes. I, I guess secretary was like the first time I really saw like the emotions involved. Um, mm -hmm. um, and like was and found it extremely interesting yeah <laughs> that should have been like a clue that I was interested in it you know it's taken me a while to like come around and be like oh yeah that, that well is it's exactly... hard to do when yeah. the culture is like you're broken and weird and yeah. like doms are bad people and they force you to do things and exactly I mean, it's really like, hard yeah and we're all just trying to fucking be like strong women like once. <laughs> so it's just like it's confusing like yeah okay I'm supposed to be a strong woman but then submit but Mm -hmm. But anyway, yeah, secretary, was that an influence on you as well? I I didn't actually see it until after I started up with my with my partner um as a like as a sub. It was like somebody said to me like, "Oh, you need to watch Secretary." And um I watched it. I 
I love, there's parts of Secretary that I love because Mm -hmm. like Fifty Shades is just all non-consent. Like she doesn't want to be doing any of it. She's very confused like the whole time. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, And then also he is just like God awful at doing everything. Like Mm -hmm. I I remember there's this scene where he like puts a leg spreader between her ankles and Mm -hmm. which is meant as like a bondage device to like keep you like kind of still and, and like in a certain pose. And then he throws her down on the bed and then like flips her body over like using the spreader bar and I'm like is this like physically yes. possible it's <laughs> gonna like break her legs or I something. know um but yeah so secretary like there are parts that are really sweet like I I really like there's this scene where she like takes a walk through the park mm-hmm. and like she's like because he told her to she felt like held by him and, and he like tells her to stop cutting herself and like yeah oh, so and there's sweet. like romance there and like even though james spader is like the biggest weirdo of all time in mm-hmm. the, <laughs> the like, hottest weirdo of all time you mean. yeah but like a twitchy hot weirdo yes um, yes the other the other thing which is like so tangential and not important to the content at all but i was watching it with a friend recently and she goes every room in this is laid out like a sims house like everything is perfectly <laughs> spaced and there's like duplicates of everything <laughs> ew that is so funny yeah that's very off-putting yeah what what are what are what were you guys' impressions of it like what does it communicate about bdsm to you like having less information or yes i haven't seen it in a long time but i remember loving it like just being like hypnotized by it and also it i don't remember when it came out but i was pretty young i was like Mm -hmm. 13 or something (laughs) 2003 2004 yeah exactly (laughs) but i think it's interesting too like i mean what you were saying about and i think i feel similar where i feel like i was unconsciously like in certain um not like completely negative but like unconsciously subbing you know at Mm. first and finding Mm -hmm. it and being like I like this but also like what got me into this particular situation I'm like I don't trust necessarily you know as Mm -hmm. as healthy Mm -hmm. and I think like that movie is good in terms of like showing just showing the therapy of it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, that's so real. Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, as I got older and then also just watching it recently as like a full adult, because I, I think the last time I saw it, I was a kid of some, I don't, I, I was either a teenager in my 20s. I can't remember. It must have been my 20s if it was 2003, but it was just like, I remember just being like, all right, this is really hot, but like there were just so many aspects I didn't really understand. And, and um and now i'm just like oh wow like the way that they depict this guy's like issues and this girl's issues like it's mm-hmm. not perfect in any way um there's nothing like really that ideal about their relationship mm-hmm. um in my opinion like it seems like there's a lot of holes there and and like just because i mean and i think by nature of just like being a movie and needing a plot that's kind right. of <laughs> what happens yeah. Um, but the the end is like one of the most satisfying endings to a movie. Um, and, and just seeing her like get aftercare and not knowing, I didn't know what that was when I saw the movie for at first, but then finding out about it later, I was like, oh my God, oh my God, that idea is just like the best thing I've ever heard. And like, it's just just like watching her get her hair washed, like, Uh. holy shit. And then well, actually, recently, Bridie and I went to Big Bear 
together with Mm -hmm. a couple girlfriends and I was like had rewatched that movie and was like okay guys like I (laughs) I didn't know that that's what it was I don't think Uh, it it was it was subconscious I thought you would just come up with it it was sub stolen from the secretary it was (laughs) sub keyword subconscious um in my head I think um but I was like in the shower and being like god I just like um need to be touched by a like a human being that isn't you know my primary partner and all that and like a friend and I was like guys would it be weird if we washed each other's hair (laughs) (laughs) oh my god it's like out of Africa have you seen that Uh, yes that's YouTube just that scene it's incredible like I will it's from an era when men didn't do nice things for women, especially on screen. And then you're like, Robert Redford. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So you anyway, actually washed with like shampoo we did. and everything? We did. Yeah, yeah, we did. We kind of turned it into and this like, like fun game where we were all like characters working at a salon. Oh my God. Ladies. Uh, you know what's really I don't fun. know his real name but Benny Drama like on Instagram does that salon character where she's just like hacking off people's hair anyway <laughs> highly recommend. oh my god I gotta see it I love Benny Drama great. <laughs> I have to look that up anyway um so yeah the aftercare thing was very mm. very appealing to me um and then yeah so what 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 are your opinions on it you have some like not perfect there are some not perfect aspects to it yeah I mean like obviously it's a movie you know um but I think that the one thing that it does that gets under my skin which every representation of BDSM in the media does which is to portray the people involved in it as the only people who could possibly be into this suffered some kind of severe childhood trauma and you know and there's like a lot every representation of BDSM has that and like either it's yeah, like that's true really consent icky on on the screen or it's like oh this guy's a serial killer and we know that because he has rope in his closet so like mm-hmm. we've yet to see a depiction where the bdsm is not problematized as like the conflict in the story mm-hmm. um and so like yeah secretary it's not fully like the bdsm is the problem but they definitely really lean hard into like trauma, right you know which like totally everybody has you know like and a reason that it's so hard to deal with like submission and feminism um like partially is like oh well like I've experienced all of this lived experience in this body where I'm constantly under threat from men and then particularly if you're going to submit to a man you're like well what am I doing because that's the thing that's happening all the time but like the key difference is consent you know because like when you get catcalled it's not consensual but then when you submit you know you it's on your terms and you can stop it at any time so like Mm -hmm. that's for me the key into like fixing the feminist thing yeah totally totally I'm I'm very intrigued by the what is it consensual non-consent oh yeah yeah that's a thing Um, it is a thing out there Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm intrigued just because it's you know it's it's good it's good porn that I watch and, <laughs> um I don't know maybe in real life it would be fun Who yeah knows? it's it is it is uh, yeah territory. I'm a fan I love it um Ooh, okay <laughs> yeah it definitely takes a lot of trust like yeah, building totally. it up um but yeah like consensual non-consent also called rape fantasy also called ravishment fantasy and like ravishment. which like, <laughs> like but people I think like think of it as and it's 
honestly like one of the most common fantasies like i i personally like on my instagram giving advice to people i get questions about it every week like all the time and people are like oh my god i'm so weird how could i possibly like this and it's like no a lot of people like this and I, it's it's a lot more i think about being like overwhelmingly desired than it is about like something awful is happening to you exactly yeah um, and then just getting to play with the word no and being like no 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 <laughs> so, like, yeah 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 who doesn't like that yeah there's totally. something so like powerful about that it's mm-hmm. so strange it's it seems so um antithetical i don't know what the word i'm thinking of is but it seems like so the opposite of what you're doing but you're complete yeah you're just yeah you're completely taking power you're the yeah. master of your bation <laughs> my therapist said a couple weeks ago on the that podcast. is so cute that's oh nice. my god that's cute <laughs> should put that on your fridge absolutely it's a t-shirt waiting to be made <laughs> um what okay is there a term because i deemed it with my ex we called it dolphin sex <laughs> where, <laughs> where it's like someone's doming you switch you like oh. tag it you tag out yeah it's called switching switching yeah, yeah. <laughs> i guess i have like i have like an umbrella word of switching where i'm like is that it it, it feels like it could be so many things switching. yeah and switches are chaotic for that reason like they i love them i'm obsessed with them they like are like yeah it's everything all the time and fuck you which is like awesome <laughs> so you would like tag out like mid sex or like yeah different times yeah it would be kind of like intervals of like now I'm in charge. Yeah, someone doming the other and sort of like mm-hmm. gender role switch, sort of. Ooh. I'm the guy, girl. I love that. Um, yeah, it was super, super fun and super freeing. Like that was the most like, oh, this is the freest thing yeah. I've done where it's like, there's no judgment. And and I'm also like, we're, we're it's clearly, it's playing into things like, you know, psychologically mm-hmm. in a fun way where I'm like, no, we're yeah. going different, different ways all the time. Um, but yeah, we called it dolphin sex just because it was I like, I don't that. know. I don't know who's who anymore. Is <laughs> that like, like flopping around? The dolphins are like, is, because dolphins are rapists. Like they're the rapists. Dolphins are rapists wild. and they're like, <laughs> their penises can go inside, you know, and they can yeah. like fuck, uh, they, like male dolphins kind of have vaginas too because there's a pouch so like it can get <laughs> fucked um why is it and- a hole on a human and a pouch on a dolphin i know <laughs> I, I i love that name though because it sounds so playful like when i think of dolphins i just think of them like frolicking in the mm-hmm. ocean so totally it's like they're is- playing tag or something <laughs> Is like it is part of it. I mean, like this is probably like TMI or I don't know. It's the squirt. Maybe it's not. Um, <laughs> like, would there be pegging involved, like in the topping for you? Yeah, not all the time. Sometimes it would be more, you know, less involved. But mm-hmm. sometimes, yeah, That's which awesome. was amazing. Yeah. Um, um, did you have the experience of? And I've heard this from some people who who wear a strap is like that. It becomes like an extension of you, and you can almost like feel things in it. Like totally. I haven't had that experience, but like it sounds great. <laughs> it does. I mean, I definitely like for me, I think too, because like I, you know, that relationship's over one, but like I and that was like the first time that I've sort of dipped my toes in it. Um, it was more like kind of getting into 
the character. Like mm. I, I can't say that I like felt like myself have a penis and like mm. often I, but I did feel like I'm inside this person, you know? Nice. And that felt <laughs> very, very good as a woman without a penis, you know? Like yeah. I, I have like a lot of control and I'm like completely doming. Like yeah. this is like the height of it. And, and it also like the, it it felt the like I'm an actor too, so there was like this weird theatrical element for mm-hmm. it, and mm-hmm. it involved, you know, like it was like yeah. there was drama in it. Yeah, you like, it was guessed like on. it was fun. Yeah, I guess starred. No, uh, you, you, you starred yes, as you the yes handed. Yes, and it. What I said, what I said is, were you guest on, like from Beauty and the Beast? <laughs> no, I wasn't. Singing to the townspeople with your cock on. <laughs> we were talking about Disney characters, and for oh yeah, and guest on seems like a great like. It's like a top. He's like I'm pegging. A switchy top. <laughs> Who would you be pegging? The Beast, I guess. <laughs> or wait, no, 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 no. Sorry, who's the little friend? Who's the little friend? The little old guy frolicking around. Not the old. Not not. Chip crazy is a little boys. kid. Okay. Not Chip. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> You're going to uh, get canceled. <laughs> we are. The squirt will be canceled. Uh, because that would be great. Comment. <laughs> um, I mean, the yeah. the publicity alone. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. The guy. The guy that whatever that's like his little sidekick anyway oh yeah 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 the little squeaky skinny with the like really long chin i feel like he has i think he's chubby i think he's chubby anyway this is like the mandela effect like we don't know it is what it was yeah (laughs) (laughs) absolutely see i was more of a mulan child that was my film Mm -hmm. because of the bisexual tension in it was like so Mm -hmm. palpable it was like general shang was in love with a man and then it turned out to be mulan like it was not like the sexual tension was between two seeming men and that was extremely important to me as an eight-year-old wow (laughs) wow yeah oh my god that reminds me i've never gotten to talk about this on the squirt but there i have to look it up do you guys remember the episode did you hear about the episode of black mirror where those men have sex with each other via striking vipers is the name yes of it. oh it's great they're okay so there's these two friends there's these old buddies that play this uh video game together and they meet in this virtual world and it's kind of like street fighter you know uh-huh. there's like there's a uh yeah there's two like warriors and one one is played by um the amazing actress palm kleintaff klein she's a marvel person anyway Mm -hmm. she's really good and then there's a man and i forget um like obviously i paid a lot of attention to the man (laughs) um yeah and she's gorgeous anyway they're they're playing the game and you watch them playing the game like them fighting each other and you watch these two guys on the couch and then you watch them like decide to make out with each other just as like the characters it, inside the, the game characters. as these very hot like street fighter characters oh, yeah and, oh my God. Then, and they become addicted and then oh, they sorry. start fucking regularly just like meeting up in the game and fuck it. it's like oh my god it's like the coolest thing i've ever seen i want to watch that tonight oh. um and then they like meet up in real life i don't want to like spoil the end um because mm. but i forget the end i well yeah maybe i won't spoil it yeah should i should i spoil it listen i mean what is the overlap between 
the squirt and and the black mirror <laughs> diehards <laughs> the question well Only- basically basically they see each other and they're like well this is like like we don't want this in real life we just want mm. that mm. but it was like so fucking hot it's the that. hottest thing kind of like pull away from their families and kind of like yeah and think like the game yeah like oh, do we yeah. need to like do this in real life and it i love malleable male sexuality we don't get to see enough of it. There's I so know. much of like, there's this one way that I fuck, you know, <laughs> like we need like more like weird shit that men get into. Totally. Yeah. Which is why more of them should be doming. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, Like kind of the core, how the squirt um, metamorphosized, <laughs> whatever. Um, We kind of have this core question of mm. like, do you have anything that you are attracted to? And it could be also like a memory that's like mm. super like, oh, I was really turned on by um, something that's just like not necessarily innately sexual, something that like oh. just stuck in your brain is like, why am I wanting to squirt from seeing this person, <laughs> you know, put gum oh, in their mouth? I God, I mean, I don't know. I I, I think that, I've just like always been an incredibly horny person, um, like whether I was ready to admit it or not. I think that for me, like in school, there was like such a heavy fixation on like everything about the authority of teachers that like no, no time in my life went by where I was in school that I didn't have a crush on a teacher. Um, and like, I, I, at one point I had this etymology professor in, in, in college and, um, you know, he taught like this word came from that shit in English and when the Norman invasion happened and whatever. And he was not attractive. He was like a full, just like if Beaker the Muppet was a person, like, just like, (laughs) I mean, (laughs) but like, it was not like, look at this hunk. It was like, he had like had the slump shoulders and very small and skinny. And I like sat in the front row, my hand was up in the air. I went to every office hours and I was like, I love this man. And (laughs) it's just simply on the basis of like, he could explain why French words had the endings that they did in English. And it was like that, that fucked me up really good. I love that. <laughs> God, I love totally. that too. Like That's who doesn't cool. love a hot teacher? No. Like, yeah, there's uh, nothing. Nothing better than the hot teacher. Um, shamefully, I, this took me down some paths as a teen where when I was 16, I had not ever kissed ever anyone and I started writing Harry Potter fan fiction with like a lot of sex in it like a lot and like I recently reread it and it was so anatomically inaccurate that like <laughs> like I, there's a scene where like so it was between um Professor Snape and Hermione like she's still in school she's a teen and there's a scene where he gets like really drunk and so she like gives him a cold bath and then like she has sex with him obviously because now he's like lubricated he's ready to go and it's like he came eight times <laughs> oh, God. which is the biggest joke i've ever heard Ouch. it's hilarious Ouch. <laughs> if she had come eight times i would believe it yeah, she, I don't think she came at all, but he came in time. <laughs> of course she didn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, fuck. under the age of 20, has anyone had an orgasm by a partner? That's 
I can't imagine. I mean, I hope now (laughs) something is going on. Yeah, the Gen Zs probably have access to that kind of information. Yeah, or they're at least thinking. They're at least thinking about sex along the lines of pleasure. You know, whereas for me, it was just like I feel compelled. I don't know. Let's just let's just do it. This is good. This is hot. This is good. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Did you come? Did you come? Okay. (laughs) Okay, we're done. Oh God, high school. Yeah. Traumatizing. Woof. Terrible. Have you guys (laughs) talked about your like virginity loss stories on the podcast? (gasps) I don't think we have. I don't know. Really? That's an origin story. Yeah, that's true. Well, let's tell them because (laughs) there's no better time. Um, I'll go first, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Let it rip. crickets um okay i went to church camp of course in texas um, oh my god and i totally fell in love with a guy at church camp church camp is like a week long uh we we fell in love immediately though church is horny it is it is is. especially like teen church camp you're just like and you're like (laughs) it's also very emotional like you know Mm -hmm. you go to these like worship services and people are getting saved yeah there's already power dynamics involved yeah authority yeah people just (laughs) sobbing like i i got saved last night and it was just like okay yeah so uh, you know emotions are high fell in love with this guy he lived in Fort Worth I lived in Austin so I had to like convince my parents that you know we had to drive three hours and let me stay at his house it, like it was oh my god incredible feat I don't know how I pulled it off impressive I know but I, I it happened that I was spending the night at his house and then his parents like were gone for the night and then like he somehow got his hands on like a bottle of champagne oh of Moet <laughs> it was garbage. it was garbage but it was like perfect for like I feel weird this is fun um, and like we had sex in his hot tub which is like <gasps> a weird you can get pregnant in a hot tub even without sex <laughs> exactly it was it was a weird place and like people usually say like oh sex and water is not great but it was it no. was it was actually pretty great. It was like, I barely remember it. It was just one of those like surreal, like, wow, is this happening? Like moments. And then his dog like fished my uh, bathing suit out of the hot tub and was like ripping holes in the crotch. (laughs) The dog was just feeling left out. Totally. Dogs love that shit. Yeah. (laughs) And it was like this expensive suit from J. Crew. And I had make up a story that like we had let, hung it out to dry and he found it or <laughs> but it was so uh not awful it was really oh. not bad yeah yeah it's really nice it mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. I guess like I have talked about I was 16 by the way I don't know if I oh yeah oh. I wanted to know because yeah. Chris or I almost said Christmas camp, <laughs> Christmas <laughs> camp. uh but I had I was having anal sex before Which I had sex. vaginal sex. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Sex is sex. Truly baby. because like I truly, I lied to my high school boyfriend. I said I already had vaginal sex mm-hmm. <laughs> and that like I wanted to do anal sex because I kind of did want to do anal sex. Right. And I also thought it would be so cool for me yeah. to do it. And also <laughs> probably some Catholic 
schoolgirlness to it of like that's the bad thing to do yeah but i wasn't at catholic school when when i did this satan is up your butt like that's known (laughs) exactly (laughs) exactly 666 is actually your asshole says 666 like like, the wrinkles around your butthole if you play the sphincter backwards on a record then it, it plays six 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 <laughs> you cannot spell sphincter without six <laughs> um Wait, never mind so we were doing that which like i pretty i remember pretty not really it, it became this thing that we were like whoa this is fucking weird and um and good and then once we tried vaginal it was almost like a little anticlimactic for me because i was just so used to my anus ass getting do you still enjoy butt sex on i have not had it like since that time of my life like i remember i tried with an ex probably around like 24 years old Mm -hmm. and i was like you know this makes me feel like a teen like i felt a time of my life that i was like i just i don't want to do that again and i wasn't and it didn't feel like there's not like that much like (laughs) negativeness like i feel like if i was with someone and they wanted to do it now i would be open to it i guess i did have a bad experience Mm -hmm. where i shat a little bit Mm. with a partner like somewhere in my 20s like mid 20s Mm. Mm-hmm. And I was like in the bathtub. They did not see anything. Not that it matters if they did, but like I was like completely like, oh shit, like maybe this is too Sucks. much for me yeah. right now. It's yeah. Hard. I mean, it's an occupational hazard of going up the butt that there's it's true. sometimes. It's yeah. true. Everyone can be adults about it, you know? Totally. Calmly deal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was like horrified. It was weird. I never had like shit problems. It wasn't a shit problem, <laughs> but like I never <laughs> experienced that in high school. But I don't know. Maybe um, I'm not condoning. I think it high just school depends on the day, either. right? Like it just it depends, depends on the day. Where it the shit what you is eat. in your colon on any given yeah. day. I mean, I knew a girl in college who, like, I was extremely <laughs> innocent in college, and she like took me aside and she was like, "I can only come up the butt," and I was like whoa like this is something for me before I like was giving sex advice online like people would like corner me with their shit always they like with instantly so like it became like a natural reflex but like this girl was like I can only come up the butt and I was like well how like how do you know like like if you can do it like if it's gonna be a good day or whatever she's like all you have to do is take a clean shit sometime that day and I'm like a clean (laughs) shit like bless her yeah. for the like full con full throated like low center <laughs> of gravity way that she delivered this yeah. information that and really she just like me. she seems to have like so much control over her she like, does body and reality yeah she just she fucking was letting it rip at the time yeah, we're, like 22 like totally. go yeah <laughs> well lena do you feel comfortable sharing your yeah Sorry, you don't have to it's no. not like a sleepover where we'll like give you a <laughs> or something. no you'll uh you'll unbraid my hair um <laughs> no i uh i i yeah i had just had an extremely anticlimactic virginity losing where i had been i had also been like in the church uh in a very evangelical setting where I had taken like a purity pledge and I had like a bracelet that said worth waiting for that I was supposed to tell anybody who asked that I'm saving myself for Jesus. 
Um, and mm. then I like got a whiff of what making out was like, and that all <laughs> crumbled for me. <laughs> um, yeah, and then I, I had a boyfriend for a couple a while, and then like very thoughtfully, my mom put me on birth control, and then like we had sex, and it was fine. Oh my god, you know, your mom yeah, sounds amazing. Whatever. She's, yeah, she's a pretty sex positive mom as things go. She was very supportive of the abstinence thing. I'll tell you what, she was like, we made, uh, I, I grew up in a very interesting blend of times where the secret was like a really big deal in my community and in, in Northern California. And so like, there's a lot of affirmations and manifesting and gratitude paired wow. with the Christianity. So mm -hmm. there was like, let's make a vision board of like losing your virginity on your honeymoon. And like, you know, so we made a vision board of <gasps> how my shit. virginity would be lost. Wow. And then it did not go down that way. It was like, I feel like, like, Zoolander was playing in the background or something like it was just like extremely mediocre <laughs> you were horny as fuck yeah listen I mean I still am <laughs> it's great that's yeah. great but it's important to own that it's, it's totally. part of life yeah, yeah yeah totally I I've just very even recently feel like I've been like able to re-embrace my slut persona yes. that I I very reluctantly I held that title in high school mm. and and it was sort of just sort of like thrown at me <clears throat> at church camp or like how no, did they get this school. information at school you know you suck a dick and everyone knows and then <laughs> the next thing you know there's another dick in your mouth listen those dicks just keep coming they just keep coming it, it's <laughs> like a pyramid scheme uh, <laughs> it's just yeah never-ending stream of dicks and at that <laughs> point in my life I was just like okay well this is horrible I've lost all my friends and Ugh. now all these men think uh that I do this and so now I have to do this and just looking for closeness probably exactly you know? exactly and I was horny but like yeah. not for just a dick in my mouth only <laughs> like sure was I that love what it was uh for the most part yeah it was just no very sloppy like... fingering or like Oh yeah, that that happened. It That's was good. just like the worst dry like fingernails. <laughs> Awful. Love so it. So inconsiderate. Um, but yes, mm -hmm. just being. I, I mean, I'm a 37 year old woman, and I feel like only very recently am I like, yes, I'm a slut. Okay, God. I feel like Jesus. women in their 30s are hornier than women in their 20s. Like, I feel average. like. I don't know what's happening to me. Like it's getting, <laughs> it's getting, at least, you know, I've always heard like, oh yeah, you hit your sexual peak when you're 40. And I'm like, I don't know about that. There's, I'm not coming back. And then <laughs> I think I'm coming back, folks. Oh my God. That's so That's fun. Awesome. And, and like what, if, if I can ask, like, what is the whole submission thing been like for you? Um, it's been really cool um, to just be like, oh, this is like a, this is a part of my brain that I didn't know was like, it's just been like brain and body new newness, like yeah. nonstop, like making little connections Yeah, and, and just being like, Whoa, I like that. Oh, this is great. And there's like, there's kind of this like very, it's so safe. Like it's this, like, mm. I can't lose this mm. to it. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like, I guess I could still be like really fucked over by someone, but, uh, <laughs> but like, I, it, it feels very like, I know the, I know the like rules, you know, and, mm -hmm. and I know like, simple. yeah, it's very simple. Mm -hmm. It's very mm -hmm. simple. Clarity. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just very, very fucking hot. All of it. Yeah. Really yeah. hot. Because it can't happen without clarity. Like, mm-hmm. you know, game playing and DS don't go together because mm-hmm. it's just like you, you don't. And, and that's why, like, I, I got a taste of it and I was like, like why like why are we so afraid to talk about this stuff with people that we're seeing like you you're inside me but you can't tell me like anything about what you're looking for or like anything (laughs) at all it's like yeah so I totally get that like having the the structure and the simplicity of just like oh I don't have to be like obsessing about this and what the hell is going on to the point that I like can't eat or whatever (laughs) like yeah it just like makes everything more fun too Mm -hmm. um And yeah, I don't know. I think I've always like really liked this idea of being like little tiny cute baby and (laughs) everyone is baby. Yeah. And I'm just like, I, I, yeah, I think that came with like, you know, when I went through puberty, I was an enormous person suddenly, um, especially to other men, you know, like men. Fuck what men at puberty fucking think about literally. No, I know. Well, and I also like, my close friend who knew me then was like, oh, my God, you were so hot. Like, you were a giant, but you were hot. You know? and, I was, like, and I was just like a tiny troll boy that couldn't do anything and was powerless. But like, uh, I was I'm like, that's great to hear. But at the time, I felt like, you know, you're just like a huge monster. And what, like, are, like, are we talking about like tall tallness? Yes. Yeah. Like I just yeah. shot up between sixth and seventh grade. And was well, that's like so scarring. Like you can't slow dance. I'm tall mm-hmm. too. Like you can't slow dance. You feel like you're babysitting everybody. The boys are tiny. Like, yeah, it's very traumatizing. Like you carry that for the rest of your life. You're yeah, like, basically. Like, I'm like, I'm yeah. still a big person, even though I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just like an average sized human. It's fine. (laughs) And if, even if you are, yeah, even if you are a big person, it's like, why is this in society? Just like, why does it feel so awful? It's like no one's business. Yeah. I felt kind of slighted last time I went to the doctor, the nurse was like, I've been saying I'm five, seven, like sometimes five, eight, I don't yeah. know why, but like depending I, on your mood, it sounds cool. <laughs> well, I, I, I've just like I guess I've had to you know say it sometimes, and um for the past like ten years, and I figure like oh well, I'm probably getting taller, so I kind of remember like being like okay now I'm really five seven, so I've been kind of like oh I'm five seven five eight maybe like on with this weird assumption in my brain that I'm just like getting taller. Yeah. Yeah. That's not what happened. Take your vitamins, drink your milk. (laughs) And I went to the doctor and she was like, you're just under five, seven. I was like, (gasps) excuse me. What? (laughs) Now I'm five, six and something. How could this Uh, happen? But also I, you know, I've never had, I guess I'm just very average heighted so I, I've never really paid attention to it but I I that the springing up of women I definitely I was friends with this girl that went through this growth spurt that was like so de-feminizing you know I mm. remember thinking like oh wow like but it was just a growth spurt you know and mm-hmm. she was like very um I mean we were all just kind of uh the dorky girls, but I remember like being, it being called out, her being bullied so much for her height. Yeah. Like it's so sad. They'll take anything they can get. Anything. They're vicious. True. It's true. Someone, people would ask if I got my teeth at the gap. 
because they had a big gap in oh them. my god <laughs> kids you I mean okay. that's a pretty like that. clever but yeah terrible yeah. <laughs> sorry oh god um, I was curious about, um, you know, we'll probably wrap up soon, but mm-hmm. I just, I was just curious about how it began that you started your Instagram um, oh, yeah. and like how that's like progressed or how long you've had it. Cause I'm kind of new to it. Yeah. I, um, so I started the Instagram in January of 2019. Oh, um, so that was like my progression. Seems yeah. Like it fast. has been really exponential. And I think that's thanks to the memes and like people sharing them with their friends and whatnot, um, as what I attribute it to. But, um, yeah, so I started on Instagram in 2019 where I had a, a blog, um, like on Squarespace and I, I literally wrote, the advice the questions like hi lena i'm blah 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 i'm you know a man in his 30s and i have this question like i wrote a bunch of these questions initially like do the experiment of writing advice and then um because i sort of saw this gap of like there wasn't bdsm advice that wasn't like everything out there about bdsm that i could find was so like wrapped up in the fantasy of it that they weren't being like specific about the emotional reality like obviously like we're right. people we're not like in a cage 24 7 I'm not like chained up in someone's apartment like I need to know how to like get up and go to work after I've had a spanking and know how to sit in my office chair without you know like wincing all day like these are the kinds of things that I felt like were missing like the reality of it so oh, I, I started that. writing these advice posts and then um ultimately I pitched myself as a writer to um Salty Mag who like I fucking love I have this great relationship with them and they really like helped me like get going they um do a lot of content driven by you know women of color and sex workers and disabled people and just like anybody who hasn't had a voice they like are giving people that voice I feel like I'm pitching salty but I love them so much so um no I love knowing about them I'm not familiar yeah so that was like my first article I ever wrote was like about like healing your butt bruises like what kinds of self-care and products like beauty products you could apply to your butt bruises and then that like sort of got things rolling with like followers and and from there like I randomly reposted someone else's meme one day and it it ended up getting like up like 800 likes which was like crazy for me at the time I was like oh my god what is going on like people really really want these memes and it's like well I can fucking make memes so <laughs> um just started to like try to put out like semi-educational like funny weird sub content and so far people are vibing on it so <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I love it. They're very relatable. <clears throat> very you. like, very like, oh, that's totally me. Like, yeah, it's a mood. We we deserve to have the representation of like yeah. a small baby that likes to get hurt. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Do you have any, um, like, I guess in conclusion, right? Mm-hmm. Do you have any, like, a mantra or some advice for subs, squirters, anyone in particular that you'd like to reach out to right now in these weird times um, that like might help people, I don't know, sexually get closer to their desires or Mm -hmm. something you live by? Yeah. Um, I mean, I think (laughs) that's that's the name of the game. No, um, I think like the most standard and most applicable advice I could give to anybody is stop worrying about what's normal 
and just trust that you're an expert on yourself. Because like the moment that you let go of like all, you know, like what are other people doing? Is this normal? Like a lot of people are having a lot less sex during the pandemic and people are worried if it's normal. It's like, fuck if it's normal. If that's okay for you, that's what's going on. Um, totally. And same with submission. It's like, is this feminist? Is this okay? Do you feel okay? You're an expert on you. Mm-hmm. Do what feels good for you. So mm-hmm. that's what I do all day, giving people advice. It's like, well, do you like it? Then you can do it. <laughs> so oh that's great. Yeah. I love if that. you like it, do it. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Well, by the time this plays, you will have had your debut on Dan Savage's podcast. That's on right. Savage Lovecast. That's um, true. So I just wanted to say thank you for uh tangentially fulfilling a dream. Like you're on my podcast and you were on that podcast. So that's <sighs> fucking amazing. Listen. It's, uh, it. it's that seven degrees from Kevin Bacon, but yes. it's Dan Savage, and we're yeah. all so close. <laughs> we're all so close. We're so close, Dan. Okay. Well, thank you so much for coming on, Lena. And yeah, um, to all our listeners, uh, keep, keep squirting. squirting. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs>